Yes, I'm okay. I'm fantastic. Good man. Um, so, the uh, reason for bringing you on was just, you, I wanted to talk to you. You've obviously been a student of ours um, on numerous different courses, but as, as numerous as those courses are, is also as diverse as your kind of fitness background. Um, so I wanted to talk to you about all those different aspects. So give me a bit of a rundown in terms of like, first off, your background in, in your career, as your PT career. So what is it you're doing? Where did you come from with it? And, and, and where are you going? Well, it comes to a PT, you know, I've, I've literally started doing at the moment I was um, uh, thinking about competing in bodybuilding because obviously the, the nature of the sport, it, it creates that seriousness in your head. So, you know, as you're learning, so, you know, you're thinking, I might just be able to pass the knowledge, especially when people see you getting in shape and they question you all the time. So, you know, you thought it would be beneficial to, to do competitions and, and make money out of it at the same time. So obviously that's, uh, that's where I'm sort of like thinking bodybuilding is probably, you know, what I'm focusing on. But recently I've, you know, I've discovered that bodybuilding is kind of like related to everything really, but because, you know, it's all about the mindset really. But, uh, but bodybuilding covers the aspect of, of weight. And obviously what everyone wants the most is the muscles. Yeah. So people get into it for, I remember um, years ago, I knew a trainer and I was introduced to him and he said, uh, and the guy introduced me, he said, oh, this is our kind of resident bodybuilder at the, at the club. And I was like, oh, okay, so you, you're a bodybuilder, you compete. And he said, we're all bodybuilders. Some of us get on stage and other than that, we're all bodybuilders. We're all building a type of body, right? We're all interested in some sort of aesthetic at some, you know, on some level. Yeah. Um, so is that what got you into that? Like you were a fan of, of the sport and you were just interested in, in growing yourself? And I must say, uh, I've obviously come from more like a, a weightlifting background because I've started just from doing a bit of wrestling. But um, I've enjoyed to the point where I just want to become stronger and bigger so I can be you know, more powerful and win more competitions. But at the same time, the, the place where I was training wrestling, they, there was the weightlifting team right next to us. And occasionally we had a chance to go and do some training at the gym. And that's where you know, I saw them guys being so built. And I'm thinking, oh, that's, that's cool. Like, and they're so strong, they're lifting their weights. So I kind of step in closer to the gym rather than doing wrestling. And eventually the wrestling, wrestling club actually got shot. So... You know, I, I stick to weights only. So then from that point, uh, I was just lifting and I got involved in a couple of this, uh, what was the very popular back in the days, or still is, the strongman. Because we yeah. had Mariusz Pudzianowski, who was the, the world's strongest man. Yeah. That was like a big thing back in Poland. So that was basically just trying to get as strong as possible, as big as possible. And then that's kind of the reason why I came to UK, because I thought, because I qualified for the biggest show, I could uh, qualify for like a Polish championships. And then, I thought I would just basically to make some money to make a big investment, have like a proper season, get ready for it. And then I just came to UK and, I'm, you know, my first job was just such a physically demanding job. I've lost the old size and yeah. basically I had to kind of start from scratch. And then from that point, I've, I've met this guy who, uh, who said to me that I've got potential for, for, for bodybuilding because, you know, he was competitive bodybuilding himself. So I thought, well, I, I know, I, let's just give it a go because you know I got such a competitive nature. I was just basically such a goal-oriented guy, and then he helped me out a little bit. And then at one point, he 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 injured himself, so I just carried it on until my first show. And then 
from back that point, I've, I've pretty much never stopped until now, basically. Yeah, yeah. So in, you were doing bodybuilding in Poland or you were doing... No, I've, I've started oh. here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, Marius, um, he was the first one. I once wrote an article, I was asked to write an article about him um, in terms of the blend between bodybuilding and, and kind of strongman. Um, because he was a bit of a, of a trendsetter in terms of he was obviously incredibly strong and he was winning those competitions, but he was also like really lean, which was yes, quite rare yeah. Um, yeah. at the time. So that, was, um, that, so that was in line with when you were coming up over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's okay. what actually motivated me a lot. And then he uh, actually judged several of the competition I was um, taking part in, but really? he, he was like a role model. He still is. I still look at him as a national hero, like... He's yeah. achieved so much. And every time someone posts like a video on Facebook where he's just like a, like a machine, he's just yeah. killing. And like you said, watching him is just such enjoyment because he's just in shape. And, you know, he's just extreme where all the guys are big, but they're yeah. just big, but where he's big and ripped as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he wasn't, he wasn't um, like he was shorter and quick. And he, I remember seeing him do the, uh, do the different lifts where he's, he's pushing the logs up and then they flip yeah. over. And yeah, yeah. And, those happen. and he was just, he was running through the course. Yeah, he's, he's a workaholic. I mean, he's, his nature, he's like basically waking up, he's doing his first workout. He actually got his own gym um, uh, where he lives and then he trains in the evening. He trains like three to four times a day, you know, and that's, that's what I'm thinking, you know, that's the way, he just needs yeah. to be this guy. Well, obviously his genetics is just different than everyone else's. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so you started bodybuilding over here and I remember... Yeah. When you first, I, I vaguely remember, I don't think we'd met yet, but people were talking about bodybuilders in Swindon. And um, I, years ago, I was, uh, I trained, um, I taught like to, to become a trainer, Josh. So Josh Law. Okay. So he was, he was into that already. And uh -huh. he was already competing on a quite a big scale. Um, and then you became friends with him, right? Yes, yeah, just a good friend of mine. Yeah, he's obviously much younger. So when he, when I was kind of, I say my prime, Josh was like a junior or just stepping out of his junior, going to this, uh, you know, the more sort of, um, you know, serious about the building. Yeah. And are, and right now, in my opinion, he's the toppest guy in Swindon. Yeah, yeah, he's he's um, the the discipline. I've realised from him. I haven't I haven't watched you in action in terms of preparing for a show, but I just understand from him the discipline it takes. Is yeah, and I must say, when I was doing it, there was not much of uh, YouTube uh, and all this stuff where you can get your motivation from. I was pretty yeah. much driven by just like, I mean, I've done so many mistakes, but I just thought I'd just go like 100%, you know, just diet, you know, on chicken broccoli all the time mm -hmm. and training like a machine like three times a day. Yeah. But, you know, I, I won my first show, I must say, you know, I've, I've won my first show and I was what actually got me into it like even more. Yeah. Well, people won't see this, but you said about being competition driven. I'm looking yeah. behind you at your shelves and it's oh, yeah. full of tr trophies and medals and ribbons. And yeah, I got, I got a few. Yeah, I actually yeah. just, my mum is just, yeah, she just keep telling me off to, to figure out where we put them because she just want to change the other furniture around the living room and I had no clue what to do with them. No, you need to move to a bigger house. Yeah, literally, yeah. So um, in terms of that, let, give, the, give the listeners a bit of an insight into preparation for a show. Like the, the few weeks before, like it, it's, we see videos, like you said, on YouTube and the kind of the glamour side of being in the gym and lifting weights and eating loads and all that kind of stuff. But what happens a few weeks prior to the show? 
Well, you know, it's obviously, you know, the periodization takes a big part of it. And then, you know, obviously, to be serious from day one, because, you know, I just kind of don't like today people's approach, thinking of the uh, cheap meals, cheap days and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, when I was doing it, I never heard about any of it. It was just hard work and nothing but it. But, um, you know, the way I see it now, obviously, just, uh, you know, start easy, basically, just eating more than 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 ever. Just obviously focus on quality. So then you start from this high point of where when you're reducing your calories, there, there's like a lot of food, so you can sort of you know take it easy and then basically reduce it uh, little by little, and then eventually start doing your cardiovascular training on top of it. So the process is very easy. It's, it's very boring. I like to keep my meals the same. I yeah. kept it very simple all the way. You know, I'm not this guy where some people say, oh, you can eat everything, all that. No, no, not for me. I've, I've kept it the same all the time. And then, you know, uh, eventually I start, it's obviously you kind of watching your body, what it reacts to more. And then if you lose too much, then you kind of step back a little. And then eventually you might hit the plateau and then you start sort of cycling your carbohydrates a little bit, you know, because you know, it's really hard to, you know, sort of go in the right way all the time because your body just don't want to get that lean. And then you need to figure out what to do to actually be able to get yourself to that level. Yeah. And I suppose it's, it's, I'd imagine the more you do it, obviously the more of a, you know, your own body best. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's never the same. It's never every competition that I was getting ready for is my body reacts a different way. But like you say, it, it becomes a little bit easier once you get to this, to this, um, you know, say level of uh, percentage of body fat, every time it's got a little bit easier. The first one was the hardest. Really? Yes, yeah. So, but d- doesn't it, correct me, doesn't it, it, as you go further and further with that, metabolically, the body's going to, you know, it, does it struggle to get back down to that after, like, so say 10 shows in, is there not kind of an um, imbalance metabolically at this point? Oh, a big time. I mean, it, you know, it just gets, it's, your body after, uh, I've, the most shows I've done in one season is probably like seven, but my body refused to the time. point where, it's about seven shows in one season. So that was pretty much week after week. Yeah. So like, you know, dehydration, hydration. So yeah, yeah, the last one I did, you know, I literally injured my my quad and and then I still went on the stage, but my my quad is just totally like, you know, there's no shape on it whatsoever. And I was like British final. So I knew it's not nothing. nothing Yeah. I thought once you get dehydrated, you know, the the bloating will be gone, but I I couldn't be anymore. Like I was just so wrong. But then, you know, as when I was sort of trying to go back to normal, then my body start like holding water in it more. And then I got to the point where I was just so like, you know, just basically, like you say, you know, there was something wrong and I went to doctors to, to seek for an advice and, and then it, your body was just such a stress, you know, it, you know, that rebound was just hard to, to get, you know, we're just trying to figure out what to do because at one point your body start hurting you so bad. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing I think, like, you know, you, you, you kind of talk and it's, it's almost like Mr. Olympia, right. And it's deemed to be the pinnacle yet. Yeah. I can't see how it, Correct me again, but you get asked a question or something. Is it is it healthy? You go well at the time. No, like, no, no, right? no. It's in the stage. No, I don't believe any sport at this level is not healthy. Like you know, even That's watching the Olympics, yeah. But like this, particularly you know, the dehydration and you know. But I remember after my first show, I just I was so happy after dieting for so many weeks. I started just eating like mad. I was like eating like I was literally. I can't remember. Like, I, but I I was kept eating for about several hours and 
and I remember the next day I woke up looking like this Michelin guy, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was, it was it was just so hard to get rid of that 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 size. You kind of I've gained I don't know like three stones within a week. Oh, wow. And then I just kept kept gaining weight, and then you know eventually from being in such a shape, you just lose it all within like a week or two yeah. weeks time. It's it's so like you said before, it's so unnatural to be that lean for any yes, yeah. time. Your, your body don't want to be there. You're struggling every minute. It's just such a hard work when it comes to a mindset, you know, because obviously you still have to live, you still have to work, communicate with people, and then it's really hard. It's 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 not for everyone, you know. Some no. people thinking it's easy, but it's it's not for everyone, you know. Yeah, for sure. And so when did you, have you retired from that now? Are you thinking you might go back and do it again? You know, I, I, must, I must say I'd love to, but I think I've picked up too many injuries and, and uh, my, my body got to the point where, because I've started doing different activities recently, a bit of boxing, a bit of, I was actually getting ready for triathlon uh, recently. And then, really? you know, yeah, I thought I'd challenge myself. And then, you know, your body reacts to the stimulus given. So, you know, but more kind of changes shape because it, I just want to be good at specific things. Like I've never, I was always scared of water. So I've just started swimming and I was really start like pushing myself hard. And then, and I got to the point where, you know, I felt pretty comfortable. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously I need to adapt to this sort of training as well. And then I was just running, like day of running, then swimming in the afternoon. And the next day I was just basically cycling. See, so I still got my, uh, my bike right next to me. Yeah. So you you were getting ready for that, so you, that must be such a shock to the system. It is literally, yeah. It's just your body's just so confused at one point, you know. And especially with I was never a runner, and I'm not built for running. No, but you know, I I thought I'd just give it a go. I just try, it. and I kind of I kind of love it, you know. It's just something I'm thinking. Well, you don't need you know any money and you know any gear for it. I must say, good set of trainers. That's that's all you need. But yeah. you know, it's just so easy, but it's just so hard because then you you know it to get into it and then me with a bit of injuries here and there and then the pains but i'm like i say i'm just driven i, I don't care about the pain i just keep going that's really interesting because again it's like that's the polar opposite of yes, trying to put totally on and all that and so that it to me it shows a real strong um mentality because <clears throat> i think we can often be defined by our training style and what we're into um yeah yeah do that and wi- like willingly you'll be getting smaller. Like that's, yes, a, uh, do you know what I mean? That's a decision you've made and are happy with. So she's a real yeah. mentality. Yeah, I mean, I, I pushed myself to the point where, you know, I thought there's something's wrong because I'm not getting any better, I'm getting worse. So I went to get my blood test and it came out like um, I becomes an anemic at one oh, point. Yeah, really? so, yeah, so, you know, I had to fight this now, like just, you know, get myself back to normal. So, yeah. you know, it, it's, I just pushed, you know, totally against like, you know, so, it takes a bit of time, but I just start obviously just bringing the volume down a little bit. And yeah. I think I'll, whenever I go back to normal, get the reopened swimming pools, I'll just hit that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what sort of um, distances are you looking at doing with the triathlon? Oh, obviously, you know, the, the sprint, the, the shorter one. So we're talking like maybe 5 to 10k run, you know, like sort of uh, 900 meters swim. And, and I think it's like 15k uh, cycling. So I'm not, I'm not. My goal is not to win. My goal is to take a part. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Not of that. I'm never going to be, you know, good at it. And I'm not saying I wouldn't be able to do it, but I don't want to just do it just to kill myself because we have to sacrifice so much. Yeah. And true. obviously it's, it's unhealthy at that stage as well because you push your heart to the level where, you know, it's struggle big time. So, so yeah. I don't want to go from one extreme to another. Like, No, no. all your sports seem to be extreme. 
Um, yes, yeah. which brings me to, to the boxing side. So yeah. you, you've done a few fights now. Yeah, I think like five or six, yeah. Yeah. So how, what yeah. brought you to that? Um, let me think. I think I had a good break from, from bodybuilding. And then, you know, it's, it's probably the Facebook thing because some of my friends, they just, you know, obviously this white collar thing where everyone can, can give it a go. And I thought, oh, why not? You know, because I'm so like driven. Like, so I think once I get my gloves on, so I'll be okay. But, you know, it, I must say boxing is great. You know, but if I start like 10 hours early, that I might be carry on. But it's the sport where, you know, it's just, it's hard. It's very hard. It's, it's great sport, but being hit that heavyweight, you know, it's, it got to the point where I get hit so many times, you, you come back home and you can't focus. You're waking up next day, you're kind of thinking, oh my God, like, what is going on? I can't get my thoughts together. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit of like, it's not risky, obviously it is risky, but I'm not used to getting hit all that time, you know? No, and if you, I think if you've grown up as a kid and you've learned to, it's technique a lot of, be it, to be able to roll yes. with, you know, with the shots and whatever. But it's, um, I always think this about, about those events. Because um, I, I, obviously we've had people that have fought in the events. We've had guys on our team and so on. So you just sort of stand in a crowd or you might be in a corner occasionally. You're looking around thinking, okay, if something bad happens here, yeah the paramedics yeah. Is, are we ready for this and it, that's the thing that worries me because all it takes is someone to not be ready to take yeah. a big shot and it's um it does it is a concern um yeah, so, yeah. it's and also you just don't like you just don't know who you're going to come up against so you, it's hard to scout it's hard to watch but, your opponent. Yeah, and, and it could it could be anyone because heavyweight's yeah. heavyweight you know that one punch could like finish it all basically yeah heavyweights are differently how heavy are you I'm like 110 kilograms. I'm not sure how many stones this is because I'm just so kilograms uh, yeah, yeah. focused. I think it's around 17, something it's like a, that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of weight. And, and again, but the interesting thing again is, you know, you, if you watch boxing, um, you know, it, it's not always either the, the, the guy with the most muscles and the biggest muscles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. It's, it's, there's so many people you could probably overlook because you're going to see the moment and you can overlook yeah. them. Yeah, and they obviously look at me and some people are like, oh, this muscular guy. And, and, and those who have no clue, they'll be like, oh, he's the machine. But yeah. on the other hand, they see the other guy and there's like no muscles on him. But, you know, his performance is incredible yeah. because obviously muscle is actually working against you in that case. You know? At that point, yeah, which is, yeah. is, is interesting because you think like when it comes to, you know, the heavyweights that we see now, um, you think someone like Wilder and yeah. like Joshua. Yeah. And yet he's... Um, you know, he, he's, they, they say about his cardiovascular because of his yes, muscle yes. size, right? Yes, so yeah, that was it, an issue, yeah. It makes sense. Is, it, is that a hard point of boxing for you? Was it, it case Very. Of you know, first, first sort of months, it, it was just so hard, you know, it got to the point where you get in the ring to do some sparring and then just like, you kind of, you don't want to be there. Like, you're thinking, oh my God, why am I doing this for? You're, just, you're losing it all, like, because you can't even hold your arms up if you're yeah. so heavy. You know, because obviously, like looking at Joshua, he builds his muscle through training for boxing. I've built yeah. my muscle doing something totally different. Absolutely. So it's different sort of, uh, you know, uh, muscle size. And, and then they've just been used for something else. Yeah. But, you know, I've struggled big time. So I, I've had to lose weight. I, I think I was about 120, around 120 when I started getting myself ready. Uh-huh. And then I got down to about 104. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, more plans to get back in there or no? Um, 
just for fun. I, obviously, I'm not, uh, you know, I don't think I'm ever going to do something like extreme anymore. It's just like I'm not really setting any goals. My goal right now is to get a new house. That, that's the main goal. <laughs> That's extreme <laughs> enough. It's hard. So, yeah, it's not. It's not easy. Yeah. No. Um, and so, tell me about your uh, PT career. How's that all going? How's like? How, what are you doing during like the lockdown period? Well, I, I just focus on training myself. To be honest, I, I'm, obviously, I, I'm not this guy who'll be sort of running like uh, training online and stuff. Because the, the people that I've been training, they not really. Um, they just kind of. I can't see them doing uh, all this online training because I've got like a variety of clients so i got a few guys that are getting ready for the competitions i got a few people as you probably know you, you get variety like people coming to me just just to get you know sort of out of their scenery and just kind of throw themselves and do something else something that they benefit from and then people just want to lose the weight they're not interested in me being champion of the bodybuilding right. they just see me as guy who knows what i'm doing and then basically just seeking for uh, a guidance basically yeah. but yeah I've, I've kind of kept in touch with them and they're obviously looking forward to go back to the gym but I've mainly focused on myself you know not to be an, an egoist or something but you know I thought I, if I look after myself I, that'll be the best investment in time basically yeah and so how are you training now with being stuck how are you yeah I've, I've, I've been uh, probably it took me like two months to, to gather all the equipment I got it all in my uh, in my bedroom, I've literally moved everything out of it. My missus hate me for it. That's why I need a new house. But yeah, I've just created my little gym and then, you know, I, I, I can do all body parts and pretty good training. Obviously, I don't have too much of weight, but enough, enough to be satisfied. And I'm training every day. I, I obviously do a variety of different splits. But um, I try and obviously do my cardio in the morning before work. Then in the afternoon, I do my weights. And I don't think I have any days off, to be honest. I, 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 don't, do, I don't do days off. <laughs> It's, um, I think when it comes to being conditioned to that, because obviously, you know, we as trainers, you, you will always advocate, yeah, be resting. Yes, yeah, that's the thing, yeah. No. I would say to people, but I wouldn't do it myself. Man. No, they're usually <laughs> the worst for it, um, yeah. getting people to take a day off. Um, yeah. We're, we're, we're similar, to be fair, what, what I tend to do, I really enjoy my Sundays. Sundays are my day off. Yeah, Every yeah, week, yeah. That's what I saw. So I put my feet up and t Sundays are day off. Um, so it's uh, a job we in this in this time period where we can't really do you know normal training it's it's amazing to me how having just a few bits at home that you can use and, yeah oh yeah you know you really don't need a, a lot no and and that I actually becomes more creative what can you do with, with like a little weight I just yeah. I think I'll actually find out the, you know the exercise that I never thought that will actually work you know, in the way they actually, they, they are working. I'm thinking, so surprised. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to have to introduce it to my trainer with the client. Yeah. And it makes, I think it will make us all better trainers. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. So you walk into the gym and it's six o'clock on a Monday night and it's busy. You can get yourself a set of five kilos yeah. on a medicine board and go in the corner and you're fine. Yeah, 100%. Um, or or what, what can you do with TRX itself? Like, you know, yeah. I start off just, just having that and then, you know, I've just kind of completed my workout. And I was super satisfied and extremely tired after this. Yeah. No, it's good. And it, I think it's one of the most important, people are realizing it's nice that it's one of the most important things to be doing for yourself. Now that yeah. we're at home and people have to keep themselves doing something, they're realizing yeah. more. Just 20 minute workout is enough to keep you going and mentally it's good for you. And um, yeah. so many more people are realizing that now. Yeah, I'm afraid that, you know, because I've been. Last Monday, the, the Sport Direct reopened, and I was in the queue with my wife because she's working for the NHS. And, and I, was, I stood in the queue. I just saw 
the people and our eyes nothing against it but people just totally out of shape there's so many people out of shape out there and even though i've seen people at the gym that were okay shape they've kind of lost it all and they just got yeah. fat and i'm just thinking you should go one way or the other you know yes, whether you're yeah. super disciplined or you know or or, or, or the other way and you know, i'm at home and whatever so it's very easy and i think a lot of this can be linked back to kind of the, the um discipline and mental health aspect yes it, oh yeah mentality big time i always I, I, you know what's in your head is effort everything I, you know i've i remember i had the clients and then obviously they come into the gym i had this plan they're going to do this and this we're going to kill it today and then they turn up to the session and, and they're just not feeling it because they had a bad day they had argument with someone so you just have to change things you know and then obviously it's all based on just just do do anything to to get them happy after all like you know yeah one of the one of the things that I've, I've always felt is as long as you're feeling better leaving than when you do yes yeah, job. 100%, 100%. You know, even not training itself is just, just trying to be positive and just pass it on to people, yeah. you know, because obviously they look at you as a role model. That's, that's what they're paying you for. You know, they're not there just to do whatever you tell them to. You know, they just want to have a conversation. I remember I had a client that just literally paid for sessions just to spend that hour and a half or hour with me just to have a chat and do yeah. something in, in the same time. <laughs> Trying to get them to do anything, yeah. Yeah, literally, it's, yeah. They, it's they, interesting, they said it. Different that's, for me, I think that sort of person, I used to feel when I was a younger trainer that I wasn't really um, earning my money unless they, unless they really, something in that session was, you know, a PB or, do you know what I mean? Um, whereas now I realize more so that just the fact that there's an obligation in that person's diary to come and yeah. train, and do something is more than they would do on their own. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, the my mindset shifting towards that. Like, yes, yeah, waste of their time when I was younger. But now I realise actually, this is probably the most beneficial use of their time. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think you know, it's not the, the fittest guy is the best personal trainer. I think it's the guy who can actually make the client happy and whatever it takes. You know. Yeah, There's lots of misconceptions I think around the personal training industry in that way. Um, yeah, I need to be in fantastic shape, and I need to be competing in things and whatever to be. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean this. It, it, obviously, it's related to where you live as well. But I think in Swindon, like I must say, because the way I look, because of what I've done, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people they actually were scared to approach me, and they'd rather go see someone else because the way you know they they, they look at me thinking, oh, this guy's gonna be hardcore. I'm not getting close to him. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. yeah. But they're more worried about you making them have was it chicken and broccoli? Oh yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. <laughs> they're more than nervous about that. So yeah. in terms of this now, then how is your how is your sort of diet shifted if you are now focused on the triathlon side? Well, to be honest, right now I've, I've, I'm into this um, the first stage of ketogenic diet because I, I, I always liked it. I've reintroduced it now because I, I want to get a little bit more in shape just you know within the next couple of weeks. And I must say this diet works well for me. And within a matter of just like four to five weeks I can change my body so much yeah. I'm not saying it's easy but it works for me and once I get to the stage where I'm I'm, I'm in, in it 100% I feel great but mm. the training suffers I must change my uh, the workout right. uh, totally because yeah it's just basically well there's no carbohydrates you, you can't push yourself hard like to yeah. the point where you'll be just like breaking records all the time so it's all about like volume rather than intensity right now Okay. And then, you know, it's just temporary. I, I kind of use it for a few reasons. Uh, you know, 
one reason, obviously, because it it's makes me feel like I don't want to cheat because once you get to the point where you're in it, you feel like you're pretty much satisfied with them few meals and you don't crave. Uh, next reason is because you become more um, insulin sensitive. So then you, when you introduce carbohydrates, you get more use out of them, basically. Okay. And, and it's such an easy diet, in my opinion. You know, it's just a few things in it and you just can't get wrong, like eggs, a bit of, um, you know, fat. And it's just so simple and it's, and it's not expensive because you don't really need to buy the, the, the most expensive cuts because it's all about the fat really not the best quality proteins really yeah. so someone going on to a diet in that uh, that sort of style what is your kind of go-to fats because it's largely fats instead of large yes, protein, yes, right so yes yeah I mean, what? I base everything, or, or you know, some people say, you know, it's not great because it's saturated fats and all that. But I, I get great results with just saturated fats, just animals. You know, I use a lot of lard, uh, you know, a lot of pork, chops, eggs, bacon, these sort of things. You know, people look at like, what is this? Yeah. But yeah, that, that works for me. I have no problems. You know, my gut is just, it's just super happy with it. Where with carbohydrates, I got funny, you know, feelings because sometimes I'm, I'm using different sources and I don't really know what's actually causing me like blow things and stuff. Yeah. But this diet is perfect. I have no issues. That's interesting. Um, yeah, but I, to be honest, I've never asked any of my clients to be on it because some people find it difficult, like very difficult. You know, yeah. um, you know, it's one of the diets that I, I don't actually believe because you know I believe if, if diet got this like a name, whatever you call it. It's not a great diet because this is kind of like extreme, you know. I do believe in like healthy, balanced meal plan, but you know the fact that the word diet kind of puts people off as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it, technically, diet means your consumption, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Not an image of um, restriction. Yeah, that's that it. Yeah. Have to be restricted. So if I yeah. eat, you know, a box of you know cocoa pops every day, that that's my diet. But just yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that could be a diet. But yeah, yeah, some people got this misconception. It's like, oh, well, no, diet. That's just extreme. And just from thinking about it, thinking, when is the next cheat meal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think it's 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 interesting because um, training, realistically, training's training, right? In terms yeah. of, if I go and do squats, it's going to target these muscles. If I do bicep curls, it targets these muscles. That's right. That's right. Yet with nutrition it's so variable based on the individual and how they're going to take to it. Um, yes. Their mentality around it. Like you said, going on a ketogenic diet can be quite difficult for some. Yes. It, yeah, it can be. Yeah. Um, but then also it's a, it, a lot of it's about how you respond to certain things. Some people are yeah. more insulin sensitive. Some people do. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. It, I, I know um, I'm, you know, hundred percent like an endomorph type of guy. And I've always been feeling better on this diet, although it's not the greatest for the show. I've tried to get myself ready on ketogenic diet. I've ended up in good shape, but muscles appear a little bit flat. And at one point, I could not get this glycogen back, glycogen back to the muscles because the body almost becomes like, it's not really recognizing carbohydrates that well and don't want to use them at one point if you've been on for too long. So, I, you know, around six weeks, I've tried a few times, six weeks, seven weeks out, I have to go from ketogenic to, to cycling carbs just to, you know, body to get used to it, yeah. So that was where they would be saying you're fat adapted. So yes, you're yeah. using that as a preferential fuel source. And it's yes, that's fat. it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, it's something I've never tried the keto diet. Um, it's something that I, I'm a, personally on my um, with the clients ask me. I never try and take anything away from them because mm -hmm. I always think if I say you can never have cake, all you want to do is have cake. So if I say you yes, can have fun, yeah. but make sure it doesn't yeah. formulate a part of 
you know, every meal, then it's okay. Yeah. But again, yeah. that's not preparing them for the stage or it's not preparing yeah. them for whatever. So it's, um, it's different philosophies. But I think it's really, it's one that I've heard a lot of. How do you feel cognitively? Um, are, you, are you clear? Much, much better. You know, I must say, if I ever go for like a sort of exams, actually, I was doing one of your courses while I was being on the keto really? diet, you know, massage, yeah. I've, and I add it on the purpose and, and I get the most out of it. Like, right. Yeah. I remember I was eating chicken and, and a lot of like, um, I think I was, I was using Udo Choice uh, or a lot of it at that time. And the guys was asking me, what, what are you eating? What are you eating? And I just felt great on it because I want, yeah, because you know, when you have your breakfast with carbohydrates, you then end up just being a little bit sleepy and stuff. When you, you introduce fats only, you're kind of more like open, like minded for a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I've used that. Yeah. I remember um, it was Joe that taught that course, wasn't it? That's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think he had said to me before, it's the easiest course he ever had to teach because he could locate all the muscles on you. So it was simple for him, he said, without yeah. using an anatomy picture. Um, so tell me um, if you're giving people uh, advice in terms of clients, what, how do you try to instill a level of discipline um, in your clients in terms of their gym? Do you give them like guidelines around frequency of training? What would be your kind of guidelines for those people? Well, it's, it obviously depends what the goal is, but... Um... Some of the people come to me, they're sort of in decent shape. They just want to maintain it. And then, like I said, they just want to have a conversation. But when their goal is to be competitive, it all depends what they look like on a day and then how far away from the shows they are. Because, you know, it's obviously related to what they bring into the table. Mm-hmm. And if I see they don't have that much muscles on, we're just kind of trying to pack a little bit more muscles for as long as possible. And then eventually trim it down a little bit but you know it, I've had a lot of females as well and that's a totally different story a lot yeah. of mindsets to deal with like you know the, the, the ladies can be uh, you know up and down sort of like uh, you know and then I just have to be strong because I remember at one point I had like six ladies competing and then you know it was not easy thing you know I just have it's, to get deal with the emotions all the time it's a different it's a different type of um, uh, a different type of judgment maybe yes, as well. Yes. Um, so I think with, with, with the men, it's, um, it's more how much muscle and how lean. Um, yeah. With women, it's a different, is there a different type of judgment that goes it, Well, to be honest, I've noticed the, the, the women that usually, uh, you know, not taking any points for the guys, but the women are much better clients because if they're yeah. actually on, on something, they dedicate themselves to it. Right. 100%. Yeah, because guys, you know, they're a little bit more like a ego-driven. Yes. And they think, oh, I can do it. I can do it. Yes. Yeah. And they never do it. Where yeah. the ladies, you know, they do whatever it takes behind the scenes and they come back to me where, you know, uh, I sometimes I ask them like, okay, so, you know, what you've had, like in terms of like cheating or it's sort of like, they, oh, nothing. Like, you know, it never crossed their mind. I'm thinking, oh, really? <laughs> so and yeah, I was, I was surprised. You were doing like a lot of um, classes around posing, right? Yes, yeah, posing. That, that's pretty much the only classes I was, uh, I was doing. And uh, yeah, I find it fascinating. Posing is just an art. And then no posing, uh, you know, if you're not good in posing, just forget about uh, doing competitions. Because posing is it's just like a training itself. It's a part of uh, preparation. It's, you know, if you cannot sell your body as, you know, just be expose it, show your weaknesses, or show your strength, hide your weaknesses, then, you know, it's, I would rethink of, of doing the competitions. Because I had a great guys in a great shape, they just lost so much because they can't present it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've had like, uh, obviously, 
I remember I had guys and, and, and ladies and, and like mix of people at that time and I could not focus. I'd rather have like groups of like few, but at one point we had like 20 people. I've actually um, I've organized the show down the Christians twice and we had them guys and it was pretty successful. We had about 20 people competing. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was good fun, yeah. It's, it's um, it, it, I guess maybe five or six years ago, it seemed to have reached this peak where everybody wanted to be on stage. I have yeah. so many people telling me, I'm going to go and get on stage, I'm competing soon or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It happened to be, like, I've seen a boat, I've seen that peak and then I saw the boxing peak, like the amateur yeah. boxing peak as well, like recently. Um, so it seems that things are very, um, uh, kind of trends, you know, people find yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, I I believe that now is the time where there's a lot of people actually willing to sort of bodybuilding wise, not necessarily, but they want to go towards like a man's physique sort of yeah. look. Not many people want to push it to that extreme levels like bodybuilding, but there's more and more people asking me to help them for for man's physique, and, and the ladies obviously want to go for bikini. Yeah. It's interesting. And, and do you yeah. find that a lot of your client base is that now or is because of your background or are you still getting more sort of regular public clients? Uh, I think obviously those who come to me to help them for the show is obviously related to my background and uh, it's just word of mouth as well. But um, I, you know, I, I must say if I have a, a choice between people that are just like a normal people want to improve or competitors, I'd rather go to like a normal people because competitors are ha- hard work. Yeah, it's <laughs> <a> hard work. <laughs> Especially when those carbs start to come down. Yeah, yeah. Literally, the last few weeks, you're like, oh my god, I feel like a, I'm ch- child-minded almost. <laughs> yeah. So, um, in terms of obviously what we do, um, develop trainers and and hopefully produce careers. Um, what do you? What was is your like? What's your best piece of advice for new trainers coming into the industry? Do you know, I've, I've recently actually helped a few uh, personal trainers, um, you know, to sort of like get familiar with the whole thing because they're just so focused on like, um, you know, just they they just such as as planning is just almost another level, and they they never started yet, but they already got them plans in their heads. I was thinking focus more on the clients, you know, just just take it easy, trying to figure out what 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 the mindset is all about, and just just you know create small improvements, you know, just, just more, get, focus more on, on the mentality rather than the whole fitness itself. And then from that point, trying to build it up, you know, make suggestions, you know, just, just, just trying to make this whole thing comfortable, start comfortably. Because some people, I've, I've, that's probably when I started, you know, I had a few people as a thought, I was just going to throw in that regime and then they never last. Yeah. So then I kind of changed my approach and, you know, I kind of try and dig, dig into the, in their mind a little bit, you know, why they w- want to do it. And they, sometimes they say, oh, uh, I just want to improve and they end up doing competitions. Yeah. And on the other hand, they say, oh, I just want to get big and they just end up just, just being there for fun. Right? Yeah. So, you know, just kind of need to get everything out of their mind to what, what the goal is and obviously not putting any, any sort of um, restrictions on them, don't force them to do things just make it more like enjoyable for them. Yeah. And then if they're willing to put more effort to it, then obviously you then step into the uh, next level and then, you know, planning things accordingly to the goals. Yeah. You're hearing a lot more now about behavior change um, and people, you know, trying to create positive, healthy lifestyle habits rather than yes, yeah. I go to the gym to train or I eat just for fuel and that kind of mentality yeah. is different. 
Um, but I think we, people now realize it doesn't, you don't necessarily have to be all in to yeah. you know, put the gym oh, no. just to compete in things. You can also be there just to create a healthy habit. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, and that's that's what I'm sort of uh, like. Older, I guess, I probably get more into this. Where you know, I see people just being scared of starting because they're thinking, "Oh, this old gym is just such a hard work," and then you know, you need to give hundred percent. You can't just, you know, it's almost like they can't see this, you know, that whatever you start from, you know, whenever it's 10 minutes to walk or something, it, it always benefit from, you know, it's, it's not like you need to do like crazy amount of cardiovascular training or just start eating broccoli and rice and, and chicken all day long because, you know, they just think it's all, all or nothing where, you know, they just kind of, instead of setting small goals, you know, and just going for them, like, you know, small steps, they, they think of this whole, you know, adventure as being so, um, them, like you know, like, like almost like extremely extreme. Like they just look at it as something it's, it's hard to achieve, and yeah. that's why they get put off by. Like, and I'm thinking, you know, I wish I could just get to their heads and say, look, just do whatever. You yeah. know, let's just get, go have a chat, and then after all, then they they. It's, in fact, if you put too much stress on your body, you know, it might be sort of like working against you, and then yeah. you know, it's you end a- up just being put off. Yeah, and I think I think for me, if you can if you can create and instill those those positive habits, then yeah. people tend to take put less pressure on themselves in the gym. I think that you might have an aspiration to lose weight, and that might be the reason you've turned up. Yeah, but at the same time, if you become more flexible, if you become you know a twenty minute workout here or there is 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 is, is chipping into the yeah um, yeah. To the, to the pot, you know, so it's, it's going to get you there. One thing I've realized in, in sort of being, obviously we've been locked at home, is um, 30 minute workouts are generally enough. Oh so yeah, 100%. When it comes to the, like, we seem to have this magic number of, of an hour in our heads that that is yeah, what yeah. dream for. So, you know, if I'm 55 minutes, I've got to throw some extra sets in. Some <laughs> actually, yeah. Like a 30 minute workout when you do things that are, I've been doing things that are quite time restrictive. So, mm-hmm. You know, it might be, for argument's sake, it might be doing, you know, uh, a press-up. And I'll do 30 seconds of work and then 15 seconds of rest. And yeah, set yeah. the clock for maybe five minutes of that. And by the end of that, you don't want to do any more press-ups. Like, yeah, I want to. You're done. So it's, it's obviously where you are more restricted at home in terms of weight and equipment, right. then you can change the volume of work somehow and you can still get a really good result. So... It's, uh, it's opened my eyes a little bit to A, what we need and what we don't need. And yeah, B, yeah. how much time do I spend walking around the gym as opposed to training? And yeah. a, the answer is a lot, right? Yeah, so we yeah. often spend a bit more time wandering around and filling our water bottle up and chatting and whatever, which is great for the social, but actually yeah. you don't need as much time as that. No, for benefits, you don't, you know, it all depends, obviously, what stage you're at. So I've obviously need more than someone who only just started, but... People don't don't realize that you know sometimes that that extra ten minutes you know it, it kind of put more stress in your body so it working against you rather than gives you benefits you know yeah. so you know they just kind of thinking it, the workout it needs to be just like you go back home in pain almost like yes. you know? <laughs> yeah it's it's almost like uh, muscle soreness is the goal yes, yeah yeah byproduct it's it's interesting but I think I like the mindset that we're moving into now I like the you know, the more holistic approach to things, which is, is good. And, um, well, I mean, especially now, imagine like after, like I said, all this uh, lockdown thing and people go back 
to the gym and it might get out of shape and last thing they want to get like is, is this comments like oh my you just got so fat or something yeah. like that <laughs> yeah that's it you're trying to stay in shape um but pete thank you for taking your time i appreciate you that's um, not a problem it's uh, i know sort of time's pushing on now so i'll let you get back uh to your evening but um thank you for taking the time for us and it's always nice to catch up with you it's, it's been a pleasure it's uh, any time